Hey friends, and welcome to the Mind and Body Strong podcast, a place for women to redefine their relationship with food in their bodies, tune into their inner wisdom, and become the best version of themselves. I'm your host, Katie Pichinowski, a health and mindset coach, intuitive eating and health at every size advocate, nap queen, and bookworm. Join me each week for empowering conversations, stories, and actual steps to help you master your mindset and drop the obsession around food and your body so you can love the skin you're in. I can't wait to guide you towards unlocking your highest potential. And that journey starts right now. Let's jump in. Hello, everyone. Happy Tuesday. If you just saw, I was just dancing to some Lizzo. I freaking love that song, Soulmate. It just gets me like amped up. And I don't know about you, but when you're feeling like those nerves, those like excited nerves, you just like get all like, oh, you just want to sit in one place, right? Well, my best encouragement to you, if you ever are nervous in any kind of situation like I just was, find your favorite song, get up and dance. Seriously, moving your body and listening to music and letting that vibe just like take over your body like I just did right now is like literally the best thing you could ever do for your heart and soul. Okay, so hello, welcome. If you are here for the body image breakthrough challenge, make sure you drop a heart in the comments so that I know that you're here or just give me a little wave so I know that you're here. Either wave, send a heart, I want to see that you guys are on here. I know that it's a little delayed and that I started right on time. So I'm going to give you guys just a little bit of time to hop on here. And while I do that, if you haven't signed up for the body image challenge yet, you can do so until tonight. I'll keep the link in my bio. So it's still going to be there for you and you can sign up there. So as you opt into the the body image challenge, what you can, what you're going to get is some free worksheets that are going to help you work through the next three days and help you build your foundational awareness around your relationship with your body, around your relationship with food, and help you to prepare to building this self-confidence in yourself that you've always wanted, right? I know that that's why you guys are here because you want to love the skin you're in, right? Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> Definitely say yes in the comments if you are here wanting to love the skin you're in, right? So make sure if you haven't opted into the challenge and you want those freebies and you want a chance to win one of my very favorite self-love books, Self-Love Experiment by Shannon Kaiser. This book is incredible. Make sure that you're opted into the link in my bio again so that you can do that. And you can do that after this call. If you're already on here, just do it afterwards. I'll send the recap of this call and everything that you need to know in the email afterwards. So just do it afterwards. Stay on here for the call so you can hear all the great information. But this is a fantastic, fantastic book. And I cannot wait to send it to one lucky person in this challenge. Okay, so let's get started with this challenge, shall we? So let me give you a little preface about what we're doing here. I started this challenge, Body Image Breakthrough Challenge, because I know from personal experience myself and from three and a half years of coaching other women and just through all of my connections here on social media that so many other women struggle with loving the skin that they're in. And it doesn't, it's not a a factor of what do you weigh or what do you look like? It's just we are really struggling with this self-talk that's going on in our head. So today we're really going to be focusing on body appreciation, building body appreciation and body respect and awareness around that so that we can 
really improve our self-talk to be more positive. Day two, tomorrow we're gonna really dive into food because food and body image are so closely tied together that it only made sense to bring that into day two, where we're really gonna dive deep into all things food related. I'm not gonna give too many things away because I really want you guys to tune into tomorrow's video at the same time. And then day three, we're really uncovering what the other half of the equation is. So many people think that health is just diet, exercise. That's it, that's equals health, right? Wrong. That's actually only half of the equation when it comes to health is what you eat and how you move your body. And in day three, I'm going to give you the other half, the most important half for your health and fitness journey and mindset journey and just feeling amazing in your skin. I'm going to give you that other half on day three. Okay. So what I hope to you walk away from this challenge with is just a more appreciative view of yourself where you become really aware of where you're currently at with your body appreciation, with where your food rules are, where you want to, where you know where your beliefs are at around your body and food, and you know the direction where you're going to improve that, okay? So that's what I hope you take away from this challenge. But before I jump into all the content, I think it's only fair that I share with you guys who the heck I am and why I'm doing this, why it means so much to me that I'm doing this kind of challenge. And it's because I've lived it. I've lived the body image struggle my entire life. And if you don't know me well, my name is Katie Pijanowski. I've been a health coach for three and a half years now. I've been a fitness instructor. I've been a trainer for Camp Gladiator. And now I run my own business, my own coaching business called Mind and Body Strong. And so really my body image struggle started from when I was really young. I always had this image of myself being bigger than other people. I always thought that I was just bigger than all these girls around me. And it made me feel really insecure. I can very vividly remember looking back on my childhood years and feeling like I was sidelined most of my life. Feeling like I couldn't go out and do the things I wanted to do, like try out for palms or just be in social situations because of how I felt about my body. It was a very just debilitating feeling that I had because I felt like because my body was different or I viewed it as different and bigger than other people that I wouldn't be accepted. And that kept me back from doing a lot of things in my life. And as I skip forward to after college, when I really started getting into health coaching and fitness training and all of these things, I was also still in this place of feeling like in order to accept and love my body, I needed to change it. And I can tell you that after three and a half years of going through that, really three years, I've been kind of going on a different path, which is what I'm teaching you in this challenge for the past year, is that it's not about changing your body. It doesn't even matter what your body looks like in order for you to have a positive self-image positive self-talk and body respect. It doesn't require a certain weight, size, whatever you just, whatever you decided that it, that takes, it doesn't take any of that. I can tell you because even myself who had lost, I don't even know how much weight, it doesn't matter, but I was quote unquote fit, still looked at myself in the mirror every day and told myself I was fat, told myself I wasn't enough, told myself that I would never be enough that I had to consistently be always focused on weight loss and changing my body to be happy. And I just felt so discouraged by that. And because of these, these 
thoughts going on in my head and all this really negative conversations that I was having with my body and how closely I had tied food and exercise and my body image together, it really controlled how I felt about myself and how I acted about myself too. So all of the actions I was taking towards myself, because when I was in that place where I hated my body and I wanted it to change, I was acting out of fear. I was acting out of hate. And from that place, you really can't grow. I think that one thing I see so often in myself and in my clients is that we want to do all these actions, right? Tell me what to do. Just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Give me the meal plan. I'll follow it. Give me the exercise plan and I'll follow it. But what really changed it for me was when I was able to finally slow down and take two steps backwards and rewire my thoughts about myself, rewire my beliefs about myself and the way I spoke about myself in my head and out loud, that's when I was able to make huge, huge changes. And that's what I'm gonna teach you here how to do today. So what I'm teaching you here, I like to refer to as the mindset mastery model. So essentially what this is, is it's talking about how our circumstances in life Okay, so just things and facts that happen into the world produce our thoughts. Okay, so we have thoughts about things that happen in the world or our body or whatever. How they lead to feelings and impact our actions that we take in the world and results as that we get in the world. Okay, so the circumstance line. Okay, things that just happen in the world. We cannot control circumstances. If Aunt Susie calls you fat, you really can't control that, right? All you get to control is your thoughts, your attitudes, how you're talking to yourself. That's your job. That's what you get to choose. And the thing about your thoughts is that they're not, they not always true, right? They're just thoughts and you can always choose to have a different thought. And when we have negative thoughts about ourselves, it's creating this domino effect to where we also feel bad. We feel disempowered. We don't feel motivated because we're thinking to ourselves, man, I just need to lose weight. I can't believe I gained weight over the summer and these pants don't fit anymore. And I can't like nobody walk behind me. They're going to see my cellulite, right? We're, we're like processing all these things and we're saying this to ourselves all the time. And when we're constantly just flooding our mind with all of these things that we're saying to ourselves daily, it incredibly impacts how we feel about ourselves daily. And from a place where we feel like we don't deserve love or we don't deserve to be accepted, we act in those ways of maybe acting by saying really awful things to ourselves out loud, or we decide to just say F it and eat whatever we have at, at home, regardless of our hunger and fullness. We just, oh, there's a whole thing of cookies, I'm just going to eat the whole thing of cookies. Or maybe you eat one cookie and because of all of your thought processes around not eating junk and cookies are bad for you, you have one cookie, all of a sudden it's like you blew it, so you might as well eat all of the cookies. Have you experienced that before? Because I know I definitely have in many, many forms. Um, it kind of spirals this like you know, just binge eating part, which we're really going to dive into tomorrow. So from that place of taking action out of this, uh, out of our feelings, we're also producing these results that we really don't want in our life. 
And knowing this process of the mindset mastery is so key to you taking ownership back to your life. Okay. So what do I mean by this? Well, if you're not exactly sure what you're saying to yourself every day, Hey Maggie, thanks for hopping on. I see Sephora on here, Whitney, Becky, my cousin. Hey, Christy. Awesome. You guys. Hey, thanks for hopping on here and waving. Tylena just dropped, jumped on. Hey girl. Awesome. So our thoughts are seriously like the most important thing. Our conversations with ourselves truly matter. And if you keep calling yourself that and saying these things out loud, it's going to have you acting from that place. Right. And I think that when you can think back to those, those things that you're saying to yourself, it really, really impacts how you feel. So I think a lot of this stems also from the expectations we're holding. So what kind of expectations are you putting and standards are you putting around what it takes to be happy? What it takes to be healthy? What does it take for you to get to those places? Because I know for me, in order to feel healthy, I needed to 100% follow my meal plan. I needed to work out every day. I needed to have my boyfriend be happy whenever he saw me. I needed to have work going perfectly to be happy, right? That's a lot of really high standards or to be a certain weight on the scale or to be fitting in a certain size clothes. That's a lot of things that are a little bit out of my control. You can argue maybe a few of them, but you're handing your power away to someone else. As soon as you give your power away to someone else, you've lost, right? And I want to help you take that power back by bringing those standards back into your power. So instead of waiting for someone to give you a compliment in order for you to feel happy, so it's kind of like this if-then scenario, right? So if someone compliments me on how well I'm doing, then I'll feel happy. Or if my significant other is in a good mood today, then I'll be happy. It's creating all these situations where you're just waiting for other people to approve of you when you can give that power to yourself. So what if instead to feel healthy and happy or whatever, you just said, in order for me to feel healthy, I'm drinking water. Like I drink this glass of water and I just feel super healthy. Or I got eight hours of sleep last night or even five, which is more than maybe a lot of people get some days (laughs) and you feel healthy because of that or you took the time to slow down and journal. And that's how you feel like you are happy and healthy, right? Those kinds of things are putting the power back on you. Because remember when we talked about the mindset mastery, we can't control circumstances. We can't control when our significant others and our friends and our coworkers are upset and angry at us and say mean things sometimes. We cannot control that. So for us to rely on that situation, which we cannot control, for us to feel happy and healthy is just completely ridiculous. And I don't want you to ever put your happiness and your health into someone else's hands like that. It's not fair to you. It's not fair to your your well-being, right? So I just want to make sure that you know about that. So, okay. So... Transitioning to how we get to this place of loving the skin that we're in, because I'm sure you're thinking, okay, this is all great. Like it may, it makes sense that the thoughts I'm thinking impact how I feel about myself and how I act, but how do I get to this place where I love the skin I'm in? If I, if I'm 
hate myself. Like if I'm consistently thinking I'm fat or that my body's too gross to touch or that I need to lose weight to be happy. If you're consistently thinking those thoughts, how do you get to this place where you feel love for your body? Well, that is where we find this middle ground of body respect. So body respect, I like to put that in the center. So if we picture a little continuum, you're gonna see body hate over here, all the negative self-talk going on. Then we have the mid-grounds of body respect. This is the place where no matter how you're feeling about your body that day, no matter how it looks that day, that you still decide to respect it by taking care of it, by getting enough sleep, by fueling it with, with delicious foods, by you know treating it to oh, wearing clothes that fit, that's self-respect. So regardless of how you might feel about your body that day, you might be bloated or maybe you just don't feel that great that day and you can still come to your body and treat it from this place of respect, okay? So this is kind of the mid-grounds on the way to we have body love over here, okay? I've heard so many of you talk to me through Messenger saying, you know, if I just don't feel good about my body, then it's just like not a good day, right? And I totally understand this because I experience this too, but it's a complete unrealistic expectation to think that we're going to feel 100% confident and love every single part of our body every single day. So what if instead you were able to find this place of respect where you were able to say, you know, I really don't like the way my jeans are fitting today. I feel kind of bloated. I think I'm getting my period, but I still respect my body for everything that it does for me. It helps me walk to work. It helps me give hugs to people I love. It helps me to breathe. It helps me to adventure to new places. Or if you're a mom, maybe it's helped you carry your kids, okay? There's all these different things that we can find gratitude for your body and what it's done for you and what it's always doing for you, which is keeping you alive and always helping you to just thrive. It's always doing that for you in the background. And sometimes we need to realize that and find that gratitude so that we can come back to that place of respect and treat ourselves with kindness. I think that it's become a lot of our societal norm to like pick ourselves apart. And I think that the more and more we change that conversation and say, all of you here listening to this video speaks up about that or even just says, hey, can we change the conversation? That's where we can really start to impact the lives around us too. Or if you just don't even contribute to the conversation of any kind of self-loathing talk, right? So it's super, super important to, to understand that, that holding that unrealistic expectation of feeling like you're going to like love your every single part of yourself is not something that's going to necessarily help you because there are days where we feel unconfident in ourselves. I have them all the time, trust me, but I still choose to dress myself in a way that feels comfortable and doesn't pinch and pull at my body and give me a reason to constantly pick battles with myself every single day. And I choose to eat foods that give me energy and make me feel good, even on the days when it's hard. Even on the days when I start to go back to that, that body hate part that wants to just eat whatever she wants or pick apart her body, 
because I've built up this self-awareness muscle, which is what I'm going to have you guys do today, because I've built this awareness up, whenever I have those thoughts come up into my head, it's like I'm poking at my belly. I'm like, what are you doing? What is that? Or when it really started, it was like, oh, that's interesting that I keep poking at my belly. Or that's interesting that I keep wearing pants that don't fit and then feeling uncomfortable all day. That's interesting. I wonder what would happen if I just went up a size and wore pants that didn't pinch me all day. I wonder what would happen. That'd be interesting. So really getting to this place of, of respect and finding this neutral zone in between body hate on our way to body love and finding this love and respect for yourself is this awareness around what you're saying to yourself and really being present and acknowledging that and being curious. This is what, something I say to my clients all the time. Get curious about what you're saying to yourself every day. Get curious about the way you're feeling about your body every single day. And the great thing about curiosity, my friends, is that there isn't any judgment. I never want there to be any judgment. I think that when we're going to make changes, we always need to find this baseline, right? And the foundation of baseline is always awareness. We need to see where we're at right now in this situation about how we feel about our bodies, what we're saying to ourselves, what we're eating, you know, all of these behaviors that we have, where are we at right now without judgment? Because from that place, we're going to be able to make a lot of amazing changes. This isn't an invitation to pick yourself apart. This isn't an invitation to continually beat yourself up for all the things that you realized you could have controlled because you can control your thoughts. You can choose your feelings, which will help to impact the actions and results you get in life. This is not an invitation to do any of that, but to get curious without judgment about, hmm, I'm, it's interesting that I keep calling myself names all day. I wonder what would happen if I chose a different thought. I wonder what would happen if I just transitioned to saying I have a body. You have a body, right? You can't deny that. Finding that neutral zone there in that way can really help you to move towards a place where maybe you say, this body isn't too bad. This body helps me move. Okay, start to feel a little bit better by saying those things, right? And then you can come to this place where you just find immense gratitude and appreciation for yourself. And that is just the most beautiful place ever where you are feeling empowered every single day and just like motivated to want to take care of yourself. And that's where I want all of you guys to be. So I've given you a worksheet. And if you've opted into the challenge, you have this worksheet. And it's called the Body Appreciation Scale. And there's 13 different statements there. And I want you to be very honest with yourself about these statements and where you're at on the scale. And circle all those numbers and add up your total at the bottom. I have it explained on the bottom um, that the higher numbers signify a higher body appreciation and the lower numbers just means that you have some opportunity to grow. Again, we're just getting curious about where you're currently at with your body appreciation and where you can grow from there. And the question that I put at the bottom of that worksheet that I think is really important to reflect on is what do you need in order to respect, accept, and love the body that you have right now? So many of us think that in order to find this appreciation, respect, love, positive self-talk, whatever you want to choose to call it, that we need to change our bodies. 
but that is not the case. You do not need to change. You are made in the perfect image of God in the universe, and you do not need anything else to be loved and accepted and worth it because you were born that way. And so this awareness is bringing us back to that and finding the gratitude for what our bodies already do for us so that we can move towards more of this place of having appreciation and finding respect for ourselves. And from that place, we can take inspired action, which is super great. So for tonight, make sure that you fill out that body appreciation scale. I would love to hear where you guys are at. If you have any questions, I'm going to go ahead and just scroll through here to make sure that there's no questions from all of my people on here. Hey guys. Oh, you guys are so awesome. Awesome. Perfect. So Sephora says having two kids and some serious health problems, I'm not too thrilled with my body image at the moment. So Sephora, let's expand on that a little bit since we're here, since you're here live with me. What do you mean by um, when you say I'm not too thrilled about my body image? What are you thinking or feeling? And I'll give you a little, a minute to reply. And for those of you who are interested in this book, you guys, I cannot wait to give you this book. One of you. I'll send you the link, though, because it's really, really a good book. This was something recommended to me by a friend. And I just want to read you while Sephora is, is answering um, a couple of the self-love principles in this book, because they are so powerful. And I think that bringing these principles and really principles just means guidelines. Um, I really like to operate out of principles or guidelines because they're not rigid like rules. When we think of diet culture, it's very rigid and you have to look a certain way. You have to weigh a certain amount. You have to follow XYZ meal plan in order to be perfect all the time. And that's not the kind of rigid standards that we want to live by. So with the guidelines that she gives in the self-love principles, I'll just read you three of them because they're really good, but there's, there's 13 total. So a few that she mentions in the book is accept where you are. It's just a point on your journey and everything about it offers the possibility for further growth. How beautiful, right? And number two is be who you needed to be when you were younger. Love that one. I've definitely written some letters to my past self and thanking her for her bravery and everything she's gone through to get me to where I am today because she would be so proud of where I am today. So I definitely encourage you to do that for yourself. And a third one I'll share with you guys is thinking you don't have a choice is a choice. Ooh, truth bombs. Thinking you don't have a choice is a choice. So for those of you who might still be thinking, how do I overcome all this self-talk? Like I can lift up other people around me, but why is it that I struggle when it comes to myself, picking myself up? And to that, I really ask you, what are the standards that you're holding for yourself again? When we talked about these standards that we hold for ourselves in order to be happy or in order to feel healthy, what are these standards that you're holding? Do you feel like you need to be perfect in everything? in order for you to feel that way? Yeah, can I hold the book up? Absolutely. Self-love experiment. Fifth, actually, there's 15, not 13. 15 principles 
for becoming more kind, compassionate, and accepting of yourself. What I love about this format is that it's in a story format. The thing about self-love, building more positive body image, it's not a straight line. It's not a do step one and then do step two and then do step three. It doesn't work like that. It's very much an individualized process and every single one of you needs something different in order to help you advance to that next level, which I already know is inside of each and every single one of you. You each have the power to be able to access this version of you that is just feeling amazing in her own skin, who wants to just dress in amazing clothes, eat foods that make her feel amazing, dance around the room like I just did before this call, and just feel freaking on fire. Every single one of you has that in your life. All right, so Forrest says, I've gained a lot of weight that I haven't been able to lose since a serious car wreck that left me hospitalized and unable to walk. I'm so sorry from September 1988 to February. Okay, so that's that's the reason then, I'm guessing, go back up here, that you're not thrilled about your body image, that you've gained a lot of weight. Let me read Christy's question. Can I hold up the book? Yes, I did that. I beat myself up daily over body and weight. I've done this my whole life. Me too, Christy. It's something that I felt like was just like normal for me. Like it was just normal to beat the heck out of myself. And it's not. It's a choice that we make. And unfortunately, it's things that we pick up from the people around us, whether it be parents, peers, family members, friends, you know, peers or friends, whatever, um, the media, and thinking that we need to be some kind of perfect human. I don't even know if that, that doesn't exist. So that's weird. Um, but we, we think that we have to have all these things in order to be happy, which is not true. Happiness resides inside of you. It is not this external thing that you grab onto. It is 100% something that you can access with you with inside of you at any moment in time. And there is an infinite abundance of that within you every single moment. So I want you to just remember that. Okay. So Sephora is talking about, you went from 140 to 180, 88, okay? So my question to you is just kind of dive deeper into what is that self-talk around there? What is it that you really want? Is, um, and really diving deep into that. I think what I've found with a lot of my clients is that underneath this desire to, of weight loss is really just this desire to feel amazing in their own skin. And to feel strong and to feel powerful. And every single one of you has that within you. I can tell you with confidence that I've, since my, my lowest weight, I won't tell you what it is because it's not important. I've gained um, 30 pounds in my recovery process of going through breaking up with diets and really just overcoming this self-critical talk in my head about what my body should look like. And I've gained 30 pounds in that process. And I can tell you now that I look at my body now, 30 pounds heavier with so much love and appreciation, more than I ever had before, even at a lower weight. So I can tell you from experience that it is not about the weight. It is a deep inner, just, just respect for yourself and learning to just find this gratitude for where you're at and where you're going. So it's just such an amazing place when you can find that. So it's 
definitely encourage you all to do the body appreciation scale. Find out where you're at so that you can be able to go further. All right, you guys, I'm going to hop off for this day. Thank you so much for joining in. Don't forget to tune in tomorrow at 630 Central Time. We're going to be talking all about food. I know you guys want to hear about this. Food and body image are so closely tied together, and I cannot wait to dive deeper into this with you. Bye. Have a great night. Thank you so much for listening into the Mind and Body Strong podcast. You are what makes this movement and message possible. Before you go, could you do me a favor and leave me a review on iTunes? This is how the podcast can be discovered by more people and impact even more lives. And don't forget to tag me in your Instagram stories at Katie Pijanowski so I can see what you're listening into. I love you all so much and I'll catch you again on next week's episode.